Bill with a cute butt. <laughs> oh, you know what to do with that big fat butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh! <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like on the ground, and he looks like he doesn't know where he's at anymore. Like he got dunked out of of reality. Like that was the last good thing that happened to Phoenix, but oof. Yeah, that was a good one. Cameron Johnson dunking on PJ Tucker. I mean, it feels like that. Oh, he just landed on his head too. That's delicious. But, like, if his feet are planted, shouldn't that have been a charge? I feel like that should have been a charge. Yeah, they. I think they reviewed it and said that he was moving just enough. Right, because they didn't want to spoil the highlight? <laughs> exactly. That was pretty much it. That's um, impressive. Oh, my God. That's that, so – that's awesome. That's got Vince Carter on that French dude vibes. Right? Do you remember, do you remember this meme? Do that's you remember that best. meme? Yes. Yeah, except for – uh, my buddy who doesn't watch Formula One but knows that I watch Formula One sent it, and they changed it to weird way to do subtitles for a Formula One race instead of it's nice to see Formula One finally having subtitles. I it, I got the exact same thing. Like someone who isn't a Formula One fan, what what is that? What just happened? Oh, that's Robin. Hey, can you see this? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So I learned this from Zoom. Zooms, 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 when I do this to the oh my god, moves, 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 all right, and then how do I stop sharing, it's all part of the plan, stop sharing, sharing, it's all part of the plan, you see, you're a little schemer, enter full screens, so I, I drank some of that uh, that truly mango this last weekend. Oh yeah. no, I got the pineapple and the watermelon kiwi. Watermelon. They're delicious. Delicious. I'm like. I guess I could talk about. I didn't escape it. That was cool. Escape room's yeah. badass. Yeah. Clearly you made you it. Won. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. All right. I have like a. Wait, what? A I'm out, bitches. Uh, never mind. We're doing it. Do the are, thing. Are you ready for a good ass show? No, you do the thing. Don't ask me to start. You have to start it. Cool. <laughs> All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. And he got his head checked by a jumbo jet. It wasn't easy, but nothing is. No, it's that guy over there. It's me. It's Alex. I'm I'm here to talk and you to listen. And as always, I'm introduced by the best to ever do it. That guy, right over there. It's me. It's one take. Jake back in the saddle again. A man so bad he could bitch slap a backhanded compliment. And we are joined by the third man in the booth. It would not be the show that we know and love today without him. It's Robin. Hey, you guys know what I noticed? What, what did you notice? <laughs> what, what's that? <laughs> what's up? Nothing. Did ever notice? So, hey, what's going on, guys? Got hey. A, got a good old show. Got a whole big old thing got planned old, today. Got a good old show. Oh, 
So uh, who actually thought of uh, the idea for Wolf? Who thought of the idea for Wolf? It was Kelly. Who? Yeah. That because is she correct. wanted to get a hold of him, and she just wanted to be like this little dog to be like woof 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 woof. <laughs> Oh, and that is today's episode of Surprise Office Trivia. <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> that was a bitch. That was a good meme for what? Surprise, motherfucker. Some supplies, motherfucker. Some fries, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys remember the waffle fry video? Hell yeah. Oh, bitch, yeah. give me some waffle fries. And that, uh... Pepper, uh, unforgivable. Unforgivable. The first time we ever saw it was at Darren's place. Best not having no brother. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, I was like, these oh, guys watch funny videos. I love it. Oh, fries free for free, bitch. <laughs> Doctor Pepper, <laughs> you ain't no nerd. <laughs> Could have swore you were. I like oh, to go shopping. Times. I said not on this day, and not on any other day. You gonna <laughs> give me a? Cause I ain't got no money. You gonna give me all the money you got? Got no money. Uh, the best is the way he like he like loses it for one second. Right, and, it's and the just video enough. he's like he's all <clears throat> unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also like like there's uh, definitely an outtake in that video where he's like, "Give me Dr Pepper or something," and the guy recording is like, "What? You became nice?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, those videos were so good. He had a bunch of them too. Like, I, I feel like the first, like, they get progressively less funny. Like, the first two are definitely the best. Where he's like, <laughs> right. can I come over tonight and every night for the next two weeks? <laughs> so, uh, we're doing something kind of special today. It's a, a double a double truck edition of my show. Last week's episode got recorded <laughs> and then not posted, but it did get posted to uh to youtube yeah so congratulations if you've this already new thing it. this is new thing that we yeah. found uh yeah. you may have heard of it i think it's it. gonna catch on it's youtube.com slash red arrow production y-o-u T- not just the letter u, u right b-e dot com slash <laughs> slash not two slashes not... just one i was just being clear <laughs> i was gonna say and i want everybody not... to know on their keyboard, they can use either either dot to get there, right? The one underneath the greater sign, right underneath, right the L. But they could also from the number pad. There's a, there's one on the number pad they could use if their keyboard has the number pad. You can use that dot too to get there. It's true. Either dot. It's true. Either one. Take the same. The mic was messed up. Yeah, you're uh, you sound like a, a rabbit or a, a robot. Rabbit. Robot. Still like that. Uh, say something. No, it's better. Yeah. Is it still doing that? No, you're good now. Yeah. You guys, you're good. You guys ever ever need something from Ross, and you, they just have exactly what you need? I've never needed something from Ross. I've definitely, like, gone to Ross, <laughs> like, trying to buy something that I've already bought at Ross, hoping, like, hey, maybe they haven't mm. sold them all yet. And then they didn't, so that was pretty cool. But uh, I don't know if that necessarily fits the very specific category that you're bringing up right now. So I'll tell you what happened. Ross is like a corporate yard sale. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> corporate yard sale is the name of this episode. Corporate yard sale. 
they're, they're like, we didn't have, we didn't have it. Um, but so I'm trying to get ready uh, for my buddy's wedding this weekend, and I, it's been a comedy of errors on my part. So I had the brilliant idea to have the suit sent to Eugene, where I was headed to be. I was going to pick it up there, and then I left it there. And so I had to get I had to get my buddy uh, to take it to the cleaner to get it pressed for me. You know, he doesn't have anything going on this week. He's only getting married. Um, yeah. And no so he's he's kind enough to do that for me. Um, as a sidebar on that, I, he, I'm like, yeah, just send me however much it was to get it pressed, and you know, I'll pay it. I'll Venmo it back, right back to you. And so he's like, oh, it was it was uh, 14 bucks. I was like, okay, cool. So I open up my Venmo. And I have a Venmo balance of $15 that he had given me previously because we went in halvesies on a video game. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, I, I go walking in and I'm looking for an Oxford blue long sleeve shirt sized uh, 17 and a half to 18, 35, 36. Look, regular fit has to be regular fit because I'm not slim. There's nothing about me that's slim. <laughs> I walk, and, I, and it had to be less than ten dollars. I was like, "This is." You the... Venmoed him all your other money. I got gotcha. you exactly. I like that. Yeah, I'm like, I got. Ten. <laughs> hey, bud, can I borrow ten bucks? <laughs> I gotta get this hey, shirt. Bud. Hey, I know you got fourteen. Is can I get? Can I get ten? Uh, can you spot me? T- <laughs> but anyway, can't say no. I walk in and it was right like. <laughs> I, I do the lap, I'm like nothing, 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 and then I see it. It's just like by itself on the rack, like it was left oh. there. There's, there it two, says Jake. There are two Oxford blue shirts, and the first one is slim fit. I'm like, I'm gonna get the get all the way away from me, and then not I, for me. And then I look at the next one, and I can just tell by looking at the back of it. I'm like, this is the shirt, and I whip that baby around. It, it fit the specifications specifically, and I was off to, <laughs> off and running. Nine ninety nine later. Specific specifications. Nailed it. Way to go, <laughs> Ross. Dress yeah. for less. My boy TJ never comes through like that. Get it, TJ Maxx? <laughs> I, I did. And his homie Marshall? Get out of here. Ooh, Marshall's, Marshall's man. Marshall's got the hotness. You see, here's the deal. I get Marshall's, a lot of duck stuff. And Marshall's and Ross. Uh, uh, wait, Marshall's and TJ Maxx are the same company. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes Marshalls, Marshalls, Ross, TJ Maxx, and Home Goods are all the same, Ross like the same corporate. Goods, I didn't think. Yes, yeah, the same corporate umbrella. All right. Well, they're all. Well, they send all their sports stuff to Marshalls. <laughs> I also learned <laughs> working working at the Gateway Mall after it was remodeled to the Shoppes at Gateway. The shops. Um, Marshalls <laughs> and had the entrance into what was left of the mall corridor. Right next to, left. yeah, right next to the cell phone store that I worked in. So we would always cut into Marshalls when there wasn't any customers. So I spent about eight hours a day in Marshalls. Um, and I learned talking to their cashier, floor manager, and loss prevention supervisor that they have a corporate policy to not stop you from stealing from their store. Their corporate policy is to make it as uncomfortable for you as they can possibly make it so you don't steal, but they can't actually, like, stop you or apprehend you or anything, like, at all. They can call the police, 
if they think you're stealing and have the police show up before you leave. But if you get out of there before the cops show up, nothing. Dang. Just nothing. And I was like, I was like, you're literally telling me. And I like grabbed a shirt or a pair of socks or something. I was like, I just leave right now and nothing. And they were like, yep. I was like, if I didn't work in the mall and you didn't see me every day, (laughs) I would, I would take everything. What do you, what are you? They were like, yeah, man. It's really annoying, actually, because there's a surprising number of people who have either been told or figured this out. I was like, I bet you you told them because you told me. Yeah, <laughs> I've been talking to you for like 15 minutes and you just spilled the beans on that one. Like, hey, by the way, if you plan to steal, I'm not going to stop you. Like, Welcome to Marshall's. I mean, granted, I can't stress enough that in this instance, like I had been going to that store daily for like six months and actually had built quite a rapport with with these individuals right so the jokes aside it made sense they told me but in real life it was like yeah man i'm gonna go to all of the other marshals now (laughs) it's like my grandma was was telling me that someone did that like she was in tj maxx buying christmas presents and someone just bum rushed in the store grabbed a bunch of coats and ran out and everybody just kind of watched it happen yep like they can't they can they can try to, hey, is there anything I can do to help you? Because I'm just going to stand right next to you for the next 15 minutes until you're uncomfortable. Hey, oh, my God, is there anything else I can help you find? It looks like you're grabbing a lot of stuff and putting in the cart. Is there anything else you'd like me to help you put in the cart? Like, we can I – I know we're uh, the home – we can go to the art section, Let's, and you're like, leave me alone, oh. right? Or you could just, nope, I'm good. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, this hat uh, looks I'm nice. I'm kind of glad I didn't. I, I'm kind of glad I didn't know that, like, back when I used to steal things. Go Ducks? Go Ducks. It's like, I probably would have stolen a lot from there. One of my favorite games now, though, you know, because, like, I was, I'm I'm pretty observant, um, especially in stores. I just don't either, especially if it's around, like, Douglas County where I live, I don't want to see people or talk to people. So I'm good at seeing people and recognizing them before they see me, and I'll avoid them. But one of my favorite things at Walmart is to look for their undercover quote unquote <laughs> people and mm-hmm. try to try to figure out who they are. And then I'll watch them to see if they're watching somebody. And then I'll go be like, hey, there's a guy watching you down the aisle. And he's texting somebody else. <laughs> what? Yeah. So stop stealing. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're welcome. Don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> like. I don't know. It's just fun for me. I've only <laughs> I've I've only stolen hats and sunglasses. Those are things that like, unfortunately, uh, especially drunk Alex, but definitely also sober Alex. I'm not absolving myself of all <laughs> moral implications here, but drunk Alex is really really good at going into a store, putting on a hat, doing a lap around the store so everybody thinks I'm wearing that hat, and then leaving with the hat. Because that works literally 100% of the time. Uh, and sunglasses are the same way. If I'm hammered and lose my sunglasses or break them or just don't want the pair I'm wearing anymore, like, I'm going to hit the sunglass section. Time to write them right in the shirt. Right in the shirt. Boom. Done. They technically have a tag on them that tells you the price. I never even looked. That thing just that pulls right off. I mean – not much effort. It's usually like right eight ninety nine or something. Yeah, right in the shirt. Like <laughs> it's like also. Awesome. 
Oh. I was going to say the other the other big opportunity now. I don't know if they have them uh, down your way, but the Value Village up here now has self checkout, which means I don't even have to do a good job of tag swip switching any longer. <laughs> Everything yeah. is one ninety nine. I don't yeah. know if you guys know this. There's a whole rack of fake earrings for a dollar ninety nine, and you can put that on any. You want this nice coat? One ninety nine. Check out these socks. One ninety nine. Let's be honest. The Xbox 360. 199. It's crazy. 199. <laughs> let's let's be honest. They got the shit for free. Who cares? Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. It's 100% profit no matter what they get out of it. So That's awesome. I mean, and, and let's let's <laughs> let's be fair too. It's not like I'm I'm 199ing everything. Fair. But if something's 499 that should be 299, it's going to be 299. <laughs> sense i when i used to uh go to goodwill there in corvallis they always do the the half price color a lot of times i would switch like if i found something that was two dollars yep. or dollar 99 that's fair. and the tag was supposed to be yellow i would switch find a yellow 199 and put that on my thing that i was gonna buy i'm like now nah, it's half price <laughs> thank you I got. I have. You have to be good uh, at getting the the shamrock tags off though, at Goodwill. The shamrock tags. Yeah, that's what I call them because like the middle the middle section has oh, like the three circles yeah, yeah. that pop off to the make you not steal. Yeah. But they but they don't put them on the sides of books, so. Mm, they come off really easily. Same thing at uh, <laughs> Valley Village. Theirs are, are split like a like an x they're scored like an x um uh, and so if you uh, if you pull them off of a book that's usually the way to go they put, them, <laughs> they put them on the spine like such yeah <laughs> that's awesome i can't do shit i am <laughs> thank you I, thank you watson put fans. it in front of your shirt that's gonna be the best that's gonna be the best part of the youtube nope. video gone <laughs> It just, it just keeps disappearing. The book does not want to be seen. Uh, let's see, how do I go back to? I have, I have an idea. What's your idea? For a sh for for what I think could work out to be like a short film. I don't know what that what the running time is to be up for like an Oscar for short best short film, but I think. But this is we that long. I think we could do it. Or what I want to do. Is like I was I was I guess kind of inspired a little bit by the subreddit unexpected. They got some pretty usually some pretty unexpected endings to their videos on there. The 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 moderators do a good job I guess of weeding out the lame ones. And I wanted to do this video or or I guess short film of like a a guy going through his normal day. He works. He wakes up. I shit, shower, shave. I does nine to five. Hey, hell, I pay the price. Yeah, <laughs> that. Um, and uh, he he's he goes to his corporate office job, does the water cooler thing, click clacks his way through it, hits lunch, does this whole thing. And the whole time, what the the audience doesn't notice is that throughout his day, he is obviously on some sort of a time crunch right he's a little anxious a little fidgety constantly checking clocks his his watch you know on the computer 
clock on the wall, wherever he's at, he's very aware of the time and and how far into the day he has progressed, right? And behind him, in every or most little scenes, you'll see the same woman, but you won't notice her as the audience, right? It'll be this. It's like a second what? viewing. <laughs> there's that, a velociraptor loose in Alex's There's a house. velociraptor behind me. <laughs> Jesus, man. Try so slamming, loud. Try slamming a different door this time. Anyway, so this guy um, is he's, he's doing a whole thing. And then the she video, the, the, the short film ends with him about to kill the woman. Like the, the thing that he's anxious about. And that he's keeping track of the times of the day is because he knows that he has to she's going to walk down this street to go home at 545 today. And I got to be there ready to get it right. Like the the twist, the unexpected twist is that he's the murderer. Dun, dun, dun. Right. <laughs> but it's like it, he just looks disheveled almost like not physically disheveled. He'll you know his shirt's tucked in he's got his tie tied right whatever but like just like oh oh and the boss is hey i'm gonna need your help he's like yeah, yeah i can get that done but you know i, I gotta be out of here at five today today's a day like or i can stay late tomorrow but today i gotta be out of here on time and the boss is like, oh don't worry about it man it's fine just if you can get stop working on the johnson file and focus on this make sure we get this done today and yeah you can get business out of here talk, at five. business oh. talk yeah and just like okay cool and everything's good and you know it's Eight or I assume we could make it just intriguing enough for eight to ten minutes of like, where's this going? Like, uh, he's acting just weird enough that I want to see what happens next. What happens next? And what happens next is like, just like the garrot wire over the back of the head and then the black screen, like soprano style. Unlike the Sopranos, you know she he gets her, right? But that's done. And I just think that would be – and maybe she's wearing an outfit that's, like, just recognizable up close that the audience – right? We I want to frame it in a way where as he goes to get her, everyone goes like, wait, I recognize that cardigan. She was in the line at the deli. She was in the <gasps> – and it's like, oh, it's a coworker, but he doesn't have any direct contact with her throughout the day. She's just, she's in that cubicle over there. She's, she's waiting in line for coffee behind him, right at the whatever the corporate building's little coffee shop, like something like that. And the, you kind of the daily grind. Ha! I get what you did there. <laughs> That's a good. But one. yeah, <laughs> like that that whole thing, and you you throw in some kind of intriguing but monotonous dialogue, right? Something that feels like it's building to something more important while that conversation's happening, but it's not. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So I just, I don't know. I thought that that would be a thing. I think that's a Short thing. Short films have to be less than 40 minutes. That's their... Uh, that's I mean, it? Dude, guys. Yeah, there's 12 minute runtime. I nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. That's, a, yeah. that's an Oscar award winner right there. It's like the one that Kobe won for, I think, was like four minutes or three minutes, something like that, like super short. Yeah. So. I, lo I love basketball or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Was it I? It's I love basketball or or thank you basketball. Thank you basketball. I love you. Look at them. It was good. Welcome to. It was good. It was one of those moments that made me like Kobe post retirement. Right. Right. Uh, I'm I'm pre-retirement. He can fuck off. Dear basketball. Dear basketball. I'm fortunate that like I started to turn the corner on Kobe in 2012 during the Olympics. Like when he started. Because of. Yeah, the workout he, story. Well, no, not that. Just watching him play. Like I actually got to watch him play without him being a Laker. Mm. And, <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's amazing. He's like the most amazing, if not least efficient player ever in the history of basketball. <laughs> Nobody has taken more shots to get more points. I guess more shots to get less points. I don't know how to phrase that that's than a, anybody that's a else. Weird one. Yeah. He took too many shots to get the amount of total career Nobody points that he got. Nobody needed to shoot as much as he has. Or to did. get, like, Just, fourth all time. To get, like, yeah. He's the least efficient Hall of Famer ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... <laughs> I hated it. You know what? You Even know what on I, his last game. What was it? It was, like, 61 points in his last game on, like, 49 shots or something. Like, get out of here, man. It was something silly, yeah. yeah but the story yeah, was so, that he made, like, the last 11 shots. Yeah, because that's the only part of the story that was intriguing. We don't want to show you the forty he missed. Well, the the story was that he had sixty on his last game because he was like they leave out the other part. Yeah, exactly. They leave out the other part. Wearing jeans. (laughs) (laughs) In the jeans, and I was going to be wearing jeans. Yeah, I liked Kobe from the time that I heard about him because he graduated the same year of high school as I did. That's was, how old we are. He was, well, oh my God. Do, do you guys remember the show Hang Time? <laughs> I was like, he's not this old anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The last shot he didn't miss was inside of the mountain. Oh. Anyway, um, he, so the show Hang Time, <laughs> like Reggie Theus was the coach and all this stuff. And it's about mm-hmm. a group of kids who played basketball for high school and all the, the drugs and problems that they faced. Well, there's one episode where these the kids went down to play basketball um, at this tournament in California, and they run into some hustlers who threaten to take all their money and then beat them up after they've taken all their money because they don't want to play any more basketball. And then the coach, who I think at this time was um, – oh, God, who was it? It was – he played football. Uh, Lawrence Taylor. No, we'll get Golic. back – We'll get back to it. It was it, he, he shows up. He's like, oh, you guys uh, want to play high school kids? Well, I, I brought a high school kid who can play. And it's Kobe Bryant. And Kobe just like dots these mm. dudes up for six shots because that's how long you need to play basketball on TV for. Still more shots than anyone else took. Right. Ninety-five <laughs> Wow. I was, I'm looking at Ahmad Rashad. Was it Ahmad Rashad? It was not. Be pretty Reggie cool Thetis if it was. Dick Butkus. It was. It was Dick Butkus. I I wanted to say Dick Butkus, but I didn't want to sound stupid. But I, and Mike Dicka. Pot liquor. <laughs> Our prices have never been lower. How dare you, you sir? <laughs> it's That's up, awesome. It's up. It's up to you to change his mind. But uh, yeah, I think we. I'm just saying. Kobe, if if we double the runtime on of of Kobe's Dear Basketball for our short film, we'll win twice as many Oscars as him. 
Uh, is that how it works? I think so. I, I, I mean, I have to assume that's how the math would work out. Unless it's exponential and then we'll win like four Oscars. That explains why Avatar won so many Oscars because it's so fucking long. I don't think it won that many Oscars. It won enough. I think it, it won a few. Yeah. I thought it only won like special effects and like costumes or and something. Bluest characters since the Smurfs go to Christmas. <laughs> uh, um, Is it true they're well, making how a many more? That? I was going to say. It, one, they signed two, up for three, four five. more. Ugh. Five of them. There's five, five of them. Yeah, five total. Five four more avatars. Are they gonna try to rip them out like the Marvel universe now? Just like one they already reco- they already filmed them all. So they've done they've done yeah they've done the human part of filming and they're all they're like yeah a bunch of post production stuff. From what I've seen though, I mean like it looks like it might be cool. Oh. At least the special effects and all that shit. Right, like that'll be cool, but three Oscars. That's that's yeah. one three thrice. Best achievement in cinematography, uh, best achievement in vis- visual effects, and best achievement in art direction. So not this real is, Oscars. This is what I can say. This is what I can James say. James Cameron Award. What, how do you? I don't know how to pronounce her her last name. Is it Zoe Deschanel? Saldana. Saldana. Mm-hmm. All she does is star in bangers. Mm-hmm. Like, that is someone with weird colored skin. And she is one. Well, there's that. But I'm just saying, Avatar, <laughs> highest grossing film of all time. Both Guardians of the Galaxies, clear over a billion dollars worldwide box office. Then she's in Infinity, Infinity War, and Endgame, the highest grossing uh-huh. film of all time, beating out Avatar, the other movie she's – she by <laughs> herself is is like – Oh, I just show up, you get a billion dollars, I'm responsible for like eight billion dollars in box office revenue by myself. It's like, the other person I, I, I uh, seen yeah. that seems to be all over everything right now is Taika Watiti, which is also fun to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like yeah. that dude. He's funny. Good at directing, too. Like it's, uh, He's the director for What We Do in the Shadows, and it, that show yeah. cracks my melon. Have you seen the movie? Plus, I haven't. Oh, the movie, phenomenal. That movie is hilarious. Watch the movie. Plus, especially he was also if you like dating the... uh, two chicks at the same time. It, you, you don't need a million dollars to do two chicks at the same time. Do for what is it? You need a million dollars for him to get with a guy like me. To double down on a guy like me, you would. <laughs> Uh, it was – who was the ch- – it was um, Valkyrie and somebody else. I forget. I don't know. I, I did not know. Yeah. If only we had somebody to look these things up. Right. Hey, man, I can only look up so many billion things at once. Do we need to get a fourth guy? Do we need to get bring in a fourth guy a to look fourth... stuff that? No. We're probably going to need a fourth no. person. But he doesn't get a camera. No. You don't get to come on camera at all. No. I say, what year no. did Rocky Two come out? And then he, no. off camera, just Thank says you. a year. No. Just 1984. Thank no. you. It's a good audition, but I need I need years, Jake. No. You have to. When I say what year did it come out, you don't say no. You have to give me a year. No. Oh. <laughs> All right, Jake's fired as the fourth guy. I'm you just can... I, I'm responding to the the uh, presentation of the the fourth guy. No, that's for marketing to figure out. No, that's for finance to figure out. 
No. <laughs> You're marketing. I am marketing. You are. <laughs> what are you, wicked smat? Uh, uh, man. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so NBA is done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the Suns Forever? are out. The Suns are set. The Suns have set. What's up with the Suns uh, being sponsors on the McLaren car? That was weird. I don't think they were a sponsor. I think it was just, oh, we're an orange car, huh? Wait, well, is they that put a thing? Yeah, they three put, stickers on the... They put, yeah, three Phoenix Sun stickers on the McLaren this last week at uh, Silverstone. Maybe they like, were letting, like, a, a stereotypical white dude just, I need bumper stickers on my car. <laughs> that's, like, like that's what I thought, maybe. Like, I want to put maybe, some, yeah. yeah. And, and then he's like, I got robbed. I want to put special stickers on my car. <laughs> Dude, like, it's like Lando I just Norris thought that got, was crazy. Lando Norris got stuck up in England as, like, the third most famous British driver in the world. Okay. Oh! Here's the thing. <laughs> Don't. Sorry, I'm watching softball on, on the Olympics, and a dude just got tagged in the nuts with a line drive. Nice. <laughs> right in the nuts. I love it. But if, if you're. If you're like Lando Norris and you're going to like the biggest soccer or, or I guess football event of the year, don't put on like a hundred thousand plus dollar watch. Yeah. Just leave that one at home, especially when the sponsor of your car says, hey, this is a prototype watch that we've only made like, I don't know, four of. And we're giving it to you because you're a driver for the team we sponsor. Please don't lose it. And he says, not a problem, man. I'm just going to wear it to this game where there's going to be like 100,000 fans and most of us are going to be pissed off afterwards. And then, boom, stolen. Like, oh, come on, bro. Just grab the other watch. watch. A super expensive watch. Yeah. Like. Like. He got robbed. Pickpocketed. No, like, no, like, like, like stuck sh- up. No, like mugged. Like, oh, like oh, dudes, or, knives. Hey, bruv. Give us your watch. It has a has a Chelsea smile sound. Give us your <laughs> really expensive watch. Probably not that friendly. Hey, give me that watch. I've I've been told that. Um, if you're in England and someone calls you mate, everything's fine. But if someone calls you bruv, get ready for a fight. Bruv, like with a V. Yeah. Sense. Huh. Show enough. See, there it is. Oh, huh. that's it. Well, all right. And it it was. It's it's quite literally game. The McLaren's official Twitter was game five of the hashtag NBA Finals tomorrow. Basketball huge. We're backing the at Suns in their uh, papaya jerseys. Let's do this team. Rally the valley. No, like it's, literally it's, what what Jake said. They just were like, yeah, we're both orange. I, I said that to make fun of McLaren because that sounds like something you do if you're second rate. And guess what? That's Nailed what it. They did. <laughs> and then the Suns responded by saying uh, it, it's Suns and then like the handshake emoji. And then it says McLaren's. Good luck to at Lando Norris and at Daniel Ricardo. Thanks for supporting. And it's 
I think the guy who dunked on the dude standing in front of a McLaren. Oh, it is. Yeah. Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson standing in front of a, a black McLaren. Couldn't even get an orange McLaren behind him. A basically, black McLaren. Basically what happened is <laughs> the PR guy walked into the locker room and said, Hey, does anyone in here have a McLaren? And Chris Paul's like, I've got three. <laughs> he might, actually. Uh, do we feel bad for him for no. not getting a championship? No. no. Just He's going to be Charles Barkley, but skinny. He's, I mean, Charles Barkley didn't whine this much. At least when he did, it was funny. That's true. Barkley was always funny. I mean, even when he was being a dick, he was still funny. Ch- Chris Paul is just a dick for no reason most of the time. And a whiner. He's whining. His constantly. attitude is resting bitch face. Yeah, he like he gets in people's faces for no reason, just to do it. <laughs> like I don't get it. Especially when they're on his team. He's the Angela yeah. Martin of his team. <laughs> Except for he doesn't like to be judged. Is it? Should we <laughs> instead of like Chris Paul, should we just start calling him like Karen Paul? <laughs> I feel like he's asking every game to speak to the manager of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Adam Silver is here tonight. I know he is. Like, listen, listen. Mr. Silver, your boss stopped me from becoming a Laker, so I'm never going to get my championship. And for that, you owe me. Okay, you owe me. And meanwhile, Giannis dunked again. (laughs) Hey, man, Uh, don't be old and get hurt, and maybe your team will be good. Well, I remember when he was playing with, like, New Orleans and carrying that team against the Lakers to nowhere. But he was still a dick. Yeah, he was still still a dick. But at least when he was with New Orleans, when he was a dick to his teammates, he was the best player on the team. Yeah, true. He was a hundred percent the reason they made the playoffs and did what they were doing. And then he went to the Clippers when it was a group of really, really good players and was still a dick, and they were all like, Nah man, we ain't about that life. And then he goes to <laughs> I mean, the Suns where Devin Booker is clearly the best player on the team and still a dick. He's like, Hey, we I can, we can run a two point guard set. Cause I think, I think Chris Paul might be a better basketball player. He's a better basketball Devin player. Devin Booker's a much better scorer. Home run. Um, home run. Do you remember USA. the story of, USA. Uh, it's actually Japan Boo. of, um, why he ended up on the Clippers? Yes. Because he was going to get traded. It was, he was getting traded to the Lakers at the time that the NBA owned the New Orleans team. And so David Stern decided that whatever trade they had set up was unfair. And the, technically the league has the right to block any trade that they deem like disadvantaged significantly to what is it right. to a significant disadvantage to one team. So it was like. You can't take an all-star, Chris Paul, who's at the time probably the best point guard in the league, and give us two guys we've never heard of in a second-round pick. Like, that's not <laughs> a fair trade. Well, it's like they were trying to make a, a trade. Like, if, if you had – if you were at school and you have a sub for your class mm-hmm. and and you're like, hey, uh, Chris, Chris can be on our team and we'll send you um, Billy and, and Johnny – um, who are like the worst dodgeball players ever. That's fair, right? Yeah. And we'll give and you a two-point like, lead. Okay, and the principal shows up and like, hold up. No, you can't do that. 
Or it's like, yeah. all right, the three of us verse. <laughs> and it's like the three right. best players. Oh, my God. I hate well, when and, kids do that. Me, and then verse. You take I, especially the when they say part, verse. All right, I'm on the other team. The I'm best part is, um, like, in your analogy, Robin, which was super perfect, it the substitute already is the principal, though. Like, because the NBA right. yeah, was, yeah, yeah. like, the interim owner of like, the New Orleans team. So it's like get a sub for the day. And so yes. the principal had so to the step principal in. Stepped in and then the yeah, kids yeah, yeah. were trying to pull one over and on the principal. And he was like, things. no, he was like, okay, wait, can't do that. No. <laughs> He's like, guys, back in your, your assigned seats. <laughs> right. But, but Ms. Johnson lets us sit by oh, each other every it. period. No, Not she today. doesn't. Let's I go. See, I have a seating chart right here. <laughs> you know what was funny is like in high school like i was resentful of seating charts but as soon as i got to college i'm like this is my seat so i it, that's no it goes same thing i hated being told where to sit but if there was no seating chart in the class since like first grade i was sitting in the same seat every day it was like i felt like i was at like age to age the, the one in the class that was, like, mature enough to, like, no, I'm going to sit right here every day. You don't need to regulate me. You need to regulate 29 of these other dumbasses because <laughs> I just want this spot. I'm, I'm going to go second row all the way to the left. This, this is where I want to sit. Leave me alone. And then somebody would screw it up, and the teacher would be like, no, everybody seating chart. And I'd be like, third row on the right? Are you kidding? This I is can't like focus over I, here. I can't. This is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I can't focus over here. Like, oh, Miss McDonald's I mean, crazy. It's funny, but one. it's true. Yeah, like, that's that's legitimately how it works. I park in the same place every day. I drive to work, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Same parking spot, right? Like, you not. Na- I think you naturally want that. There are just decisions in my life that I want to eliminate, and picking a parking spot isn't worth my time or energy. So I want that same right. same thing about seating. I walk into a classroom. I sit in this chair. That's it. That decision has been made since day one. We're at day 300. I'm not changing it. And the, like the I've worst definitely part, gotten mad for that. If you go to take, can I have my seat back? And then the teacher starts <laughs> with the, well, if I let you sit in your spot, then I have to let everyone sit. And they're like, no, you don't. Like this, this fairness fallacy needs to stop. <laughs> A lot of times. Fairness like, fallacy. My. <laughs> I don't know. Corporate yard sale, fairness fallacy. Those are both. <laughs> Combine them like the That's... fairness fallacy of the corporate yard sale. I don't know. Keep no, going. Too, too, too wordy. <laughs> little little pitchy for me, dog. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. Fairness fallacy. No, I, chairs. I, I remember that. Yeah, I don't care anymore. All right, whatever. <laughs> we've gone too far. Yeah, we've gone too far. So... Defend Space Jam. Like the new one? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Like the the amount of the amount of jokes that it pulled off and all like LeBron said Robin, which was cool. I made that a text sent. No, I didn't. But um like I I liked that movie much better than the first Space Jam. Really? I'm not saying it's a good movie. But Riv I'm also not saying the first Space Jam was good. No, first Space Jam wasn't yeah. good either. But I don't know. Yeah. For, for me, like, there it seemed to be missing some charm. It's a kids' movie, right? So it should be charming. Did the kids like it? 
I don't know. They're kids. I don't give a shit about their opinion. Well, <laughs> mine did. Well, she liked it. She watched it four times and then wanted to wear her LeBron jersey. And she was surprised that I bought her one. And I tried to tell her before, but she didn't care because he wasn't in Space Jam before. <laughs> <laughs> now she's like, yeah, I'm going to wear this to piss people off. Like, did you get, oh, my God. Did you get the Miami Toon Squad jersey? The no, I got I got her the the black with the long sleeve. Oh, the, okay. The, the championship year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Block the shot jersey. The yeah. Adidas branded jersey. Oh, what? Yep. Let me hear my story because I think we're done with the Space Jam. Probably. Is that is that all? <laughs> The jokes are funny. Were they? I don't know. Anyway, next topic. <laughs> I like the, Michael, the Michael B. Jordan joke um, was good. The Michael I like B. That Jordan one. thing was so funny. Yeah. Is Michael B. Jordan I, in the movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, They're well, like, I have we got Michael it. Jordan. And then they do the whole, like, from North Carolina. And it, you hear the music, like, from the starting yeah. lineup. And then Michael Jordan, he walks in, and he's like, what's up, guys? And they're like, uh, what? That's that's the wrong Jordan. We wanted Michael A. Jordan. This is Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I, I wish they Michael Jordan's a... middle name actually start with an A. Though? I don't know, but it was funny. It was funny. Oh, I, it would be just awesome. I feel like they missed an opportunity yeah. to make an under six foot tall joke. Probably. They definitely had some good jokes though. I mean, I'll watch it again probably this weekend because we will want to watch it. So I'll tell you. I'll write them down. Boy, I'll tell you. Oh, Jay, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh yeah, I knew that. Um, okay, so so I get this text uh, yesterday, and it's a screenshot from Riv's mom on Facebook, and then it says, "Oh my child." Dot 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 dot. I think four dots. That's not apparently four yesterday. dots. You know what four dots means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One more dot and been like, baby, don't let me fit. Anyway, so her post says, oh, my child and four dots. Apparently yesterday at school during lunch, she was putting mustard on her hamburger. And one of the grownups asked her about putting it on her hamburger to to which she replied. Yeah, I put mustard on my hamburger because I'm not a pussy. The, the rest of the story goes. So today we had a conversation about not. Or, uh, that not being an appropriate word to which she replied, yeah, I know that now. I didn't before because they didn't teach that in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the backstory of, of that is Sunday, um, I got Grayson a cheeseburger and I was asking him what he wanted on it. And one of the things he said was mustard. And then when he got it, he took a bite. And he's like, oh, it's got mustard on it. And I was like, <laughs> and, and uh, apparently that stuck with River because. Wait, I missed what you said. I was Ed McMahon laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know which part you missed. No, I missed the probably you calling Grayson a pussy. I did, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He took a bite of his, his hamburger with mustard, and he's like, oh, I didn't want mustard. And I said, don't be a pussy. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, there's that story. <laughs> yeah, I had I had something kind of funny happen this week, too. With uh, there's, there's been some bullying going on, but uh, 
on the other side now, everyone's gang like earlier in the week, everyone ganged up on the bully. And so, like, I get basically fight recaps at the end of the day from the, the counselor. And he's like, they got it with the Kimura. I'm like, oh, okay. Anyway. RKO out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. One, two, three. It was over. But anyway, like, I hear, he's like, yeah, so they're, they're, now it's teaming up on her. I'm like, oh, so the ants are fighting the cricket. And he just kind of looks at me, and I can tell he wanted to laugh. He's like, I can't laugh at that because it's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, super funny the ants are fighting the cricket Robin Dang. your mic again oh god damn it are you still robbing I don't know either it's like suddenly it makes you want to sound like an angry robot that's probably what are you teaching yeah. Charlie Brown what was what was uh, Charlie Brown's teacher's name? Do you remember? Miss. I don't think I ever said the name. I don't. I don't know. Mischievous. Ah. No. Is that better? No, not not very much. Okay. Um, started. What is the teacher's name? Shit. Miss Uthmar. Uthmar? O-T-H-M-A-R. Miss Uthmar is often assumed to be Charlie Brown's teacher. In a strip from the mid-60s, it is revealed that Charlie Brown's teacher's name is actually Mrs. Donovan. Like Ray Donovan? Huh. Yeah, but like his wife. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Ray Donovan seems like a kind of guy that if you put the... the the dressing on the side, he send it back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> my, I want my salad cold. If it comes out hot, I will send it back. Uh, that's funny. God go, damn buddy. it. So ever since you made the comment last week about uh, your brother noticing when I say that's funny, right? now I'm like super conscious about saying that's funny it's your it pisses me here's off. the thing yeah i hate it I've, i hate it i don't I'll, know if you've noticed i'll I've even do it to myself that. when no one's around me like uh, <laughs> what, what was that i said i don't know if you've noticed but I've, I've practically eliminated the phrase here's the thing from my lexicon Mm-hmm. yeah no i know and I, I had to call back the self callback to that because I was like, man, Jake doesn't say his thing anymore. Now we got to figure out here's, what Alex... Here's the thing. I'm <laughs> a big fan because that's funny. Excellent. There we go. Excellent. That should be a shirt. <laughs> that should be a shirt. <laughs> that would probably be the best. Wait, I'm going to write... Yeah, write that I'm one down because that's actually a good shirt. Here's the thing. I'm a big fan because that's funny. My show. <laughs> so something else uh, we'll do a little housekeeping because we're about to kick this thing out of here uh mm -hmm. i don't know if i talked about this before but i'll talk about it again um i decided to stop doing ads for the podcast yeah okay. um yeah because like i was like i actually had this conversation with levi he was the one that, that kind of gave me the idea and i was like over the course of time like we've made about 
on ad revenue from Anchor. And I'm kind of tired of hearing the ad. And if I'm tired of hearing the ad, I know pretty much everyone else is tired of it too. So like, fuck it. It's not worth, it's not worth annoying people with an ad for Anchor. They know what Anchor is. They're here. (laughs) Also, it makes it weird for like, I guess I never thought about it until this conversation. It makes it weird if somebody gets the podcast from something that isn't Anchor for us to be like, hey, since you're listening on Spotify, what you should do is go over to Anchor because there you can make your own podcast and we just got a penny. Yep. And you're like, that, (laughs) that, you just, you just boiled it down to my brain. Like I, that's exactly what happened. I was like, is this worth one cent? That's what he said. Every time. Every yeah. time. Like, well, no. now that we get the YouTube going, oh, there we, we go. Can add money from that. There we go. There people, we and go. people are just used to skipping yeah. those ads, so it'll be exactly. It's not a big deal. Let's not. Let's get the. Let's get the five second ads. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to be the people that have fifteen second ads that you have to sit all the way through. I don't know that you have a choice on this what is... ads until you get up higher. Right. Like this is what we have to set up. And I know it, it'll work perfectly for Spotify, and I don't know about the other mediums because I listen to everything on Spotify, but we need to do exactly a 15-second ad because they have a button that fast-forwards exactly 15 yep, seconds. 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is the ad needs to be like 16 seconds long, and the first second is if you press this, the 15-second skip right now, you won't hear this. So back to the show. We're 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 hanging out talking. Here right? we like, are. We're right. back again. Yeah. Because I listen to I've been listening to uh, Morning Cup of Murder. Shout out Morning Cup of Murder. It's like a little ten minute long kind of true crime podcast, which is like a quick yeah. recap of something fucked up. And uh, she, the host, is a female, and she does it like. A crime that happened on that day of the year. So today, on March oh, 23rd cool. in 1876, Jack the Ripper yeah. started, right, or something like that. And I found out there's a lot of stuff that like happens it. in Oregon, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just so you guys mm-hmm. know, this is a fucked up state. Um, <laughs> but like her intro is like 16 seconds long. So at the beginning of every episode, I hear I hear the the like the start of her intro, and I hit the button. And then it's her going into the start of the show. And it's like, I don't know if she does it on purpose. I feel like she did. But, yeah, you got a 16-second intro. It's just enough time for someone to react and hit the button. And then it's – and born on this day was this guy. And if you're ready to hear about this story, sit back and have a morning cup of murder. And then she goes into the show, and it's like, (laughs) this is perfect. And so I think we need to hold on to the the 15 second ads if we're going to, and just let everybody know. Skip ahead right now. Boom. Anyway. There we go. <laughs> have you have you guys listened we, to Rain Wilson's weird metaphysical podcast where he's somebody else? I, I've listened to some of it. How I is did it? Not. <laughs> it. It's Rain Wilson. I mean. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if he, is he playing a character the whole time. I. I, I I didn't catch on to the gimmick, so I didn't really understand. <laughs> but now that you explain it, maybe I'll go back and listen to the whole episode. I can't even remember the name of it at this point. I, but I remember I was listening to Office Ladies, and he if came on. If you look up Rain Wilson. Well, I tried that, and it gave me something else. But um, right, 
I I remember he came on Office Ladies as that guy, and he's like, "Hello, Office Ladies, it's nice to be here this week. Uh, I'm really excited to launch my new podcast. Uh, blah 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 with me, your host." So he does basically the Ron Burgundy podcast, but metaphysical milkshake. Oh, is that the name of it? Yeah. Let's see if that's what gotcha. I pull. That's let's see if that's what I want. Do you see his tweet about somebody trying to ask for his autograph? No, I did. That's not and the one Cree... I'm looking for, by the way. I'll find it. Wait, the tweet or the podcast? The I'm podcast. confused. Anyway, Rain Wilson had a tweet where he said some kids ran up to him and was like, "Oh, you're Dwight from the Office. Can I have your autograph?" And he goes, "What's what's my name?" And they said. They said, it's Dwight. And he goes, no, that's not my mm-hmm. name. And they were like, yeah, it is. Can I have your autograph? And he goes, no. And he walked away. And then mm-hmm. Creed, Creed. <laughs> re- like responded to the tweet and was like, funny, that never happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's so funny. Like, I have heard Creed through the internet several stories of Rain Wilson, not like being a dick, but like – standing strong to the fact that like I'm Rain Wilson and I played the character Dwight. And if you come up to him and interact with him as Rain Wilson and get and ask for an autograph or a picture or something, he's down. He'll take a picture with you, he'll chat with you, everything's cool. But if you try to call him Dwight or what that like any other character he's been, he he's kind of like, no man, like I'm an actor. That's not who I am. That's not who like, I don't, am is what I do. Yeah, don't call me Dwight. I'm not I'm not fucking Dwight. I portrayed Dwight when I was getting paid for it. I'm not right now. I'm Rain. And I'm like, like, all right. It's kind of like I've heard that Brock Lesnar, like if you catch him and you're nice to him, he's like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Like a friend of mine, he's like, I saw Brock Lesnar. I was like, oh, my God, Brock Lesnar. And he's like, where? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That guy's huge. I'm scared. Big fan. Big fan. You know, these people, they could have been anywhere in the world. They're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're you're jumping on YouTube to see to see our smiling faces and mine too. YouTube it up. YouTube it. But for <laughs> this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake. Good night, universe. Good ducks. Good ducks. Playing right now. Bye, boys. See ya. What if the sheeshes become so big that they get their own week and you have sheesh week? What, on on Discovery? On Discovery? It might probably be Disney Plus or or something like that. We've got Paramount Plus. He's got to go out and try to sheesh with the best of them. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds more like a Rick and Morty thing, but uh, I mean... We got Pete Davidson and he's he's going to go sheesh.
<laughs> he'd get it. He'd get it tattooed on his face or something because he's an idiot. <laughs> Sheesh! Across the whole the whole forehead. Sheesh. All right, man. He's going through a whole getting tattoos removed thing, which is hilarious to yeah. me. Well, because he got a bunch of stupid Staten Island tattoos. Like, I'm totally cool with getting shitty tattoos. I get that. Of both quality and, like, I guess, me- like, theory or whatever you want to call it. But if you're going to get the shitty tattoos, now you got to keep them, dude. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep him. Like, dude, he's getting like Ariana Grande tattoos removed. Dude, you got to bang Ariana Grande. I'd get there more is a tattoos meme after of you with Ariana Grande looking at you like a fucking firehouse sub. Yes. While she sucks dude. a lollipop, like you dude, win. I would, I would get that meme tattooed on my back. You and made, I'm and Pete you Davidson. made Ariana Grande look small. Congratulations, bro! Like she isn't she like five nine? No, she's like five one. He's oh, like was, six four. Though. I thought she was tall. No, she she looked even shorter, and he looked way bigger. But yeah, he's like he's like six three, six four, and she's like five foot, so and it looked like way more than a foot. And so a when half I said different. when I said that she was tall, I meant in the sense of like a Starbucks coffee. She's yeah, like she's yeah, five yeah, she's five foot tall. <laughs> She's eight ounces. How 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 big is Pete Davidson though? Isn't he like six three? I'm looking, I'm looking. He's. I he's think freakish. he's only like six, but still, like. I thought he, he was. I thought he was real tall. We'll we'll get more into Pete Davidson. I definitely got to talk about. I guess I'm gonna talk about Pete Davidson. He's six three, so. Yeah. Nailed it. The big old dude. The same difference my parents have in their heights. Really? Yeah, like. Six five five two. And she's all like, oh, and he's all because he's fucking Pete Davidson. Right. Who's like a funny dude. I would definitely want to kick it with Pete Davidson. Dude, Pete Davidson's hilarious. Mostly because I know Pete Davidson would be down for me to make fun of him while he roasts me back. Exactly. That would be like the raddest hangout ever. Let's get drunk, smoke some weed and just fucking roast each other for a night. I actually, yeah, we're going to talk about a roast because he was on a roast I just watched and it was fucking great. All right, man. Are you ready for a good ass show? I'm as ready as I could be. (laughs) Cool. All right, here we are. We're back again. It's another edition. It's another episode of my show. And the style is creative. Black Sheep of the Native can't be violated or even deprecated. He's got brothers in the jungle and cousins on the quest. It's that guy over there. And you could do it like this or you could do it like that. I'm Alex, and that guy right over there is the best to ever do it. It's me. It's one take Jake back. In the saddle again, the wizard of West Seattle. (laughs) We are joined is the show that we know. It's a show that we love because he's here today. He's got a new setup. He's the man with the mic, the man with the golden microphone. It could be a Bond film. That could be the name of the episode. It's Robin. Yeah, damn right it is. Hey. I should paint this thing gold, or I'll paint the backup one gold. Yeah. There you go. So you can there. still be the man with the golden microphone. I like it. But Make just... it happen. I have gold paint, and I spray painted stuff today, so I'm ready. 
I'm ready. <laughs> Get it out there. I don't know why that made me think of Conor McGregor breaking his leg, but uh, he broke his leg. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll just talk about it. Ow. I mean, since, since I, yeah, man, fuck. I, and then the excuses the man came up with, like I've been a big fan of the guy for a long time, pretty much since he started fighting the UFC, and uh, man, he had excuses again. And then today I heard, um, oh, ask Dana, ask the UFC. They knew that I had stress fractures in my, my leg and they wanted to cancel the fight. Why? Dude, it's Thursday by my watch. Fight was Saturday. So five days later, you're going to bring that up? Okay. Uh, that's that well, was like when, um, God, I, now I can't even remember his name. The 45 pounds or 40 pounds of, of walkout gear. Oh, oh. Uh, Wilder? Did, yeah, Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Deontay Wilder? Yeah. 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 Like, that's what that feels like. You don't get to say that five days later. Like, you, you broke your ankle? Fine. Whatever. Don't don't well, make okay. excuses for it. Think think about the mom that carries the toddler through Walmart. You don't think she can still whip some ass at the end of that Walmart trip? You just had 40 pounds of gear. 40 pounds of gear. And you're a professional athlete. Yeah. And you made that choice. <laughs> well, so did. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Jesus, who we may have been talking about. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you knew you had stress fractures, cancel the fight. If you know you're putting on 40 pounds of gear, shut the fuck up about it. There you go. Right. I solved both fight problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Weird. <laughs> like, that's like, like if you know if you, you have stress fractures, don't throw leg kicks. I'm just saying. It, here's what? the thing. If you if you cancel the fight because of stress fractures, the first day when you say, I can't fight, I have stress fractures, all of the internet and the world is going to go, fuck you, Conor McGregor, you're a little bitch, you're scared to fight again. And then you release the medical records that say, like, no, here's the fucking images here's and an shit. I had fucking, my, my I have stress ankle. fractures. If I press too hard in a punch or throw a kick, I'm going to break my leg. Everyone goes, oh, Every real UFC fan, I should say, goes, oh, and in the honor of having a good fight, let's wait three months. Fine. That explains more, though. I I guess I kind of believe him now because they had um, Rafael Dos um, He He weighed in on Friday, like made weight in case they decided to pull either Connor or Poirier, which now that makes sense because that was the first time I've ever seen that. I was like, since when did they start doing this? Why? Why would a guy make weight for a fight he's not a part of? Like, yeah, well, like, huh? weird. So I guess, all right, maybe I buy it a little bit. I'm just saying, like, the the most but, the important part is, yeah, don't wait five days to say it. Come yeah. out on I don't know Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you probably got some shit to deal with Saturday night, so I get that you don't necessarily want to release it then, but like. Sunday. Because yeah, it's not like he wasn't fucking on Twitter. Yeah. Right. He was tweeting. The, the other part of it is, I think the the biggest excuse is that um, he sold his whiskey company for $100 million. Mm-hmm. And if you have $100 million in the bank, you know what sucks? Getting punched in the face. It's Rocky Three. <laughs> this is like Conor McGregor is, is living Rocky Three right now. Yeah. He doesn't want to fight anymore. 
There's no point in him fighting anymore. He's not going to get a title shot. Even if he gets a title shot, who gives a shit? It doesn't mean anything. He said from the very beginning he was fighting to get rich. This just in. You're rich as fuck, bro. Stop fighting. Yeah. Just stop. You could still make headlines. You can still talk shit. You can still uh, start another alcohol business or a clothing company or do whatever the fuck you want. Stop fighting. All you're going to do is fuck your legacy. Oh, I don't know. Go into the media. Be a commentator. Like, how how big is Conor McGregor's UFC, like, fight companion? Like, the way that Joe Rogan does his? Like, I just want... I want Conor McGregor in an uncensored watch every fight. And I'm watching the fight with him. I'm watching it on a screen while listening to him... Yeah. Fucking make fun of these guys and talk shit. That'd be, he'd get a a, a hundred million views. It would be and make yeah, like a boatload the, of money. Like what? What do they? What do they call the Mystery Science Theater now? The flicks? What something tracks? Oh, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know what they've changed to, but everyone knows Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Do yeah. that, Conor McGregor fight style. Sweet. Oh. Riff tracks. Why not? Riff tracks is what it's called. Riff tracks. So there you everybody go. yelling at me. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. He he probably doesn't need to fight, but I think he wants to fight a couple more fights. Um, I I don't know. I don't see though. Like what's left? Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly it. Like you've the the fact that he started boxing and doing all that boxing shit. That was when he stopped progressing as a UFC fighter. Right. And, And you've seen it. Like the performances. He's he's beat one dude in the last four or five years. And that was a okay. that was a walkover, and that was an easy fight. It was, and I get it. Like Calvert is was also getting paid, and but I don't know. I just he probably I think he could be the forty five champion uh, when he when he won the one fifty five belt. He won it against probably the dude that he had the best chance to win it against, and. I, He's just the dudes that are 155. They're just stronger, and honestly, it's like the best wrestling class of of any weight class. Like everybody in the top five, other than Connor, can wrestle your fucking ass off. So I don't know. He 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 would have a chance at 45, but I don't think he wants to go that way. If anything, he wants to go up and whatever. Do you think this because, I mean, he's getting older, so he's getting heavier and it's harder to make weight when you're older? No, no, no. So, so I don't know. I watched a lot of high school wrestling and you just, there's the weight group, the the kids that are like 135 to 205, 200, those kids, the, the top of them are fucking good wrestlers. Right. And, and 155 is right there in the middle where you're getting the top of the top. So I just I think that for Connor he he could be the 145 guy because he's got the muscle and and the size but that weight cut is going to suck and I don't think he wants to do that. So well, it seems to me also like from what I've heard from fight fans that like Connor's as they say his his walking around weight isn't as much as the guys who fight at 155. So he's at a 10-pound natural disadvantage. So when they both come down to 155, like 
the guys are literally built different than him at yeah. 155. He'd yeah. have the same effect going to 145 like you're talking about, right, where maybe it's a similar walking around weight or maybe he walks around a little heavier than the 145 guys. So when he comes down, he's right. literally built different. That's right. When we saw him fight, what what, what was that catch weight way at the top for – was it Diaz or whatever when he fought at like 165, 170 or something? Yeah. And it was like he's wailing on Diaz, and Diaz just had the chin to take it because he's a 170 guy. Like, yeah, oh, that's naturally his weight. Yeah, McGregor's used to hitting 145-pound guys who don't have that chin, and so oh. all of a sudden it goes five rounds, and that's a decision fight, and Conor McGregor won two of the three but was still like, wait, what the fuck? is no, it? You're supposed to twice. Oh, is it twice? One, he won and one, right? Yeah, so he loses one, wins one, and the whole time – like, I watched the one he won, and when he's winning, he's still looking at the guy going, like, how come you're f- fucking fu- – Austin Powers, why won't you die? <laughs> because Nate Diaz is that big. He's used to getting hit by those guys. Nate Diaz is also a fucking zombie. Like, he right. will walk through everybody. Did you Remember watch that? his last fight? No. No, not – no. I... He, so he fought Leon Edwards on the, the pay-per-view before this one, and it was awesome because – Edwards was fucking kicking Diaz's ass, but he just kept Diaz just kept walking forward. And in the fifth round, you know, Diaz same pace, same speed all the time and start catching Edwards. And if that would if that fight would have win another round, Edwards was going out. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that sounds impressive as fuck. <laughs> he's just he's built different. Like he's ah, he does triathlons for fun. Just that kind of guy. I, I remember there's that there was there's always a dude that he was my favorite fighter just because he's basically he just had a cinder block for a head of uh, like Forrest <laughs> Griffin. Like all mm. he would do is just get punched in the face and punch you in the face and win a war of attrition every single time. I enjoy watching him. Respect yeah. watching. <laughs> he has some funny commercials, too. Yeah. He just come out and get tagged and then just go to work. BJ Penn kind of became that guy too, but then he became more of an alcoholic than a, a UFC fighter and right. started getting dropped. And, but remember, he was he was also unstoppable. I remember when BJ Penn got schooled by uh, GSP. I think I can't remember if they fought three times or or how many times they fought, but BJ Penn I think got a win over GSP. I'm gonna look it up. But is GSP just like I mean the goat for real though? I think so. Yeah, pretty much. Like if you do, if you do the fighting pound for pound kind of thing, like is he just? I don't know if your name if you unless you're a Gracie. I mean the Gracies are kind of in their own class. They're they're definitely in their own class, and it's their their fighting never evolved. They were the ones that were before there was a UFC and mixed martial arts training the way there is now. Those guys were the ones. Like, yeah, they like they were yeah. just they created a lot of they they were the foundation for a lot of what UFC is now. Oh yeah, for sure. Because that Gracie's the one who won like the first one, right? I think so. It was like back UFC one where there wasn't even like weight classes, and he like jujitsued his way to beating a guy that was like sixty pounds bigger than him. It may not have been the first one, but it was definitely one of the first one of the first. And then he okay. fought um, 
oh fuck, who was the guy? Uh, Hughes, Matt Hughes, fought Matt Hughes, and Matt Hughes fucking dislocates Gracie's elbow, and he won't tap, and so he had to fucking choke him out. Wow. Yeah. Fucking crazy. It's funny wow. we were talking about walking around weight. I remember the one time I went, like a friend of mine was fighting. He's like, "Hey, come watch me fight." Uh, I'll, t- I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I was <laughs> I was wa- I was watching the super heavyweights out there, and these are just the the two butter beans in the ring, just <laughs> throwing haymakers. And no fight makes it out of the first round because these guys are Fatty McGee in the middle of the ring just. <laughs> Just, the fight has to stop so they can pull their their inhaler out. Exactly, like you, you see more you see more butt crack there than you do at the strip club. It's just. <laughs> but so I'm standing there and I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, if I got into shape, I'd whoop these guys' asses. I'm like, oh, if I got into shape, I'd be a heavyweight and I'd get my ass whooped. Right. <laughs> Getting was... into shape. Is cutting weight by default, and now you're against those. Those guys are scary. <laughs> those oh, guys shit. are big, and they know how to fight. These guys, like, I, <laughs> I can duck. I can duck the flabby clothesline. <laughs> the flabby clothesline front runner for <laughs> flabby clothesline. Right. Is the name of the episode. <laughs> Speaking of flabby clotheslines, uh, some guy tried to run in the <laughs> ring in the the last AEW show. I saw that, and then I heard about. I heard about it from uh, Cornette. He was talking about the only person he's ever seen lose to a guy running in. Jimmy Hart. I just I'll listened to that. Out. I just listened to that episode uh, on my way home from work. Funny. Fucking run-ins. Who does that? Like, you got to be on something or just mental. Yeah. I don't get that. Well, the, the funniest part, and like, like Cordy said, he's like, yeah, you, you saw that Jericho waited until somebody grabbed him before he tried to get his shot in. <laughs> right. That's funny. It's like I saw, I, like I saw, I was watching the episode in real time, and you see it too, like Jericho's like, oh, there's a guy coming into the ring. Oh, no. Okay, someone's got him. We tried to punch him. <laughs> yeah. I used to always think that was a work too, that people running into the ring was like a, a, a work. Yeah. Because it it would happen, they would do that as a, you know, part of their matches sometimes. Right. And then you see, like, a guy come out of the crowd, and I'd be like, uh, who's this guy? Dave Beaverton. Dave, All right, dangerous well. Dave Beaverton. <laughs> Which is still my name at Safeway. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Beaverton. Everybody, everybody, they, they just need to... Like report everybody as dangerous Dave. No matter who runs in, be like, "Well, dangerous Dave showed up to this NXT event." Here's, da- here's dangerous Dave over here at AEW. <laughs> WrestleMania 97. Dangerous Dave interrupted the the match between Roman Reigns and. and the Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> John Cena dangerous versus The Dave. Rock one last time. One last time of them hating each other, but also liking each other, but respecting each other, and then hating each other again. John Cena's got hair now. That's what that's what they'll fight over. The greatest comeback in WWE history. John, John Cena's, Cena's hair. hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he like he showed up after after being gone for a while with this freaking dad haircut. It was so weird. New balances and jean shorts. Still, you're like, all right, <laughs> dad that, Cena like, in the ring. <laughs> Dad Cena. Dad 
Dead, 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 dead. It's no longer you can't see me. It's go ask your mother. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well done, folks. And that's a podcast. So we're we're not going to do any better than that. No. uh, So I watched the uh, the Comedy Central roast. I haven't watched any of them really. And so the first one I watched is the from like 2016, the Comedy Central roast of Rob Lowe. And Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. It had Pete Davidson on it, and uh, you know he he of course went up and and did his thing. And there were so many like 9/11, your dad died jokes. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Which is which is so funny because I've watched two or three. I don't know, maybe three or four of the Comedy Central roasts. And Pete Davidson is reoccurring, right? He's good at roasts. They invite him back a whole bunch. And, like, people keep, like, going at him with that same, like, joke style. And I don't know how familiar you guys are with Pitch Perfect, hashtag, you know, gay trap. But um, (laughs) Rebel Wilson's character in the first Pitch Perfect says, I'm Fat Amy. And they go, why do you call yourself Fat Amy? And she goes, so skinny bitches like you can't say it behind my back. Like, and Pete Davidson from the beginning of his comedy career has been cracking jokes about how his his fireman dad died in 9-11. Like, so like when you're, when you're freaking anybody and you get up there and you're like, hey, Pete Davidson, your dad's fucking dead. He's like, "Uh uh-huh. You won't make a better joke about that than I already have because I'm a comedian and you're an idiot. So what, anything else? And it's so funny to watch these guys try to like make fun of his dad and and all of, and nine eleven and he's like, okay. Like if if, if you want to, yeah, you want to get <laughs> Pete Davidson. You look at him and say, man, I don't know whether to smile back or kick a field goal. Bingo, right? Like, like, just just make fun of him. Don't be like your dad was a firefighter and arguably a hero, and also he's dead. Fuck you. You're In like that. <laughs> that didn't work. He's like. He's like, I was, Just I was eight yourself. years old. Like I've been told my Just whole life that my dad him. was a hero. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Like he cares not about your jokes though. I don't care about your jokes. Move on. The, <laughs> like, so for some reason, Ann Coulter was also invited to this roast. That's that one. Yep. And everyone just tees off on Ann Coulter throughout the entire, the entire show. Um, probably, I, I don't know what that says. <laughs> I miss my hamster. I can't tell you how many fucking times I've heard that today. Oh, well, you, can, <laughs> you can talk about that in a second. But, like, <laughs> and Coulter gets up there and gets booed out of the joint, and she makes a comment about uh, Pete Davidson not being biracial, and it just, there's a silence in the audience, <laughs> and he just goes, Good one, Anne! <laughs> Dude, that was the, I mean, it, yeah, I know exactly. It's like, like the last Jedi where they go complete digital silence for the, the ship. And then it explodes. Like there's digital silence for like a hard two seconds. And then yeah, Pete, who oh, great one. You fucking the, idiot. The, like. the best, the best joke of the night is, uh, Jeff, is it Jeffrey Ross? Yeah. He's Jeff like, Ross. He's like, what's the matter? Anne? you wrote 11 books and you couldn't write one joke. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote 11 jokes 
burn. But untis. Just kidding. No, that's super funny. Yeah. God. Pete yeah. Davidson. Like, I want to watch more of him, but I need a break. Like, you can't watch more than one roast like a week, otherwise you start hating yourself. Dude, Pete Davidson, his his stand up in general, like, falls into that Stephen Wright category right, of yeah. like small doses. I'm gonna laugh at every punchline. It's fucking hilarious. I can't watch a whole special. As soon as you stop laughing, you have to stop watching. Yeah, like any. I like if, Pete Davidson. If, I'll watch all of his shit though. Dude, I can't. Like, I want YouTube Pete Davidson. I want nine minutes or less, and I'll laugh at the all nine minutes. I think it's so funny, and then I'll wait a day and watch nine more minutes of Pete Davidson. I think he's so funny. I. Like we discussed pre-show, I would love to hang out with Pete Davidson. I think he seems like just the raddest fucking guy. Yeah. But sometimes his comedy is just – it's there's like a weight to it. And I don't even mean like emotional weight. There's just something about his comedy that like 40 minutes in, I'm like, I can't. It's heavy. I can't. I can't, dude. Whether he's talking about his dad making his own jokes that are way funnier than anyone else's or just whatever. It's just like – Dude, you're so funny, and I just – I have to wait. Give me time, Pete. <laughs> Pete, give me time. give me time. <laughs> That's the name of my memoir. I'm going to be on my deathbed and, and release my autobiography that says, Pete, give me time, give me time. by Alex Maxwell. <laughs> That's, like there's, there's some people getting super existential about that right now. They're like, is he talking about St. Peter? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Just for the record, Pete, first line, this is not St. Peter. It's actually Pete Davidson, SNL, Santa comedian. Hilarious. Pretty funny. <laughs> I, hey, I tweeted Matt Berry. I said, hey, Matt Berry, I think you're funny. Keep it up. Hey, did Kareem ever get back to you? No, Kareem never got back to me. He ain't no Bill. Kareem's busy, though. He's writing about social issues. He was in Milwaukee. Milwaukee? That's Algonquin for the good love. <laughs> What is that from? Ooh. Wayne's World. Thank you. There it is. Alice I Cooper. Like, I know what that is. Milwaukee. <sighs> excellent. It's pronounced Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, that, that's right. It's uh, Algonquin for <laughs> the good land. The good land. They're trying to party with Alice Cooper to find we're out he's actually a worthy. fucking genius. We're not worthy. I saw Alice Cooper twice. Nice. I would love to see Alice Cooper. I've unfortunately I, only seen Eddie Money. I have, I've seen Alice Cooper. <laughs> trying to think. So how many weeks are in six months? Four times six is a big number. Was that twenty-four? So I have seen Alice Cooper twenty times. Uh, because I landscaped in Arizona his neighbor's house, and I would like. The, they were on a hill, so one the house I landscaped was higher in elevation than Alice Cooper's house, albeit a much smaller house, but higher up. So when I was landscaping above Alice Cooper's house, I could look down kind of over the fences through the trees. That dude hung out in his backyard just all the time, like as people who with backyards do. That's not like right. – he's just chilling by the pool. People are hanging out, whatever, right. and there's Alice Cooper, and he would like wave. Like, I've waved at Alice Cooper. He doesn't <laughs> know who I am. But no like, more, Mr. Nice Guy. Exactly. I mean, literally, school was out forever for him. It was awesome. <laughs> from from what I awesome. understand, he like he traded his uh, alcohol addiction for golf. I have heard the same thing. I know he owns two 
uh, Honda NSXs, which are pretty rad cars, um, just because those were the ones that I could see in the driveway as we drove past. I don't know what other cars he has, but he has two of those. Or did in 2013. Acura makes those. Well, Acura does now. Originally, they were Hondas. He's got the old, like, 90s Honda ones. The schmancy. Promise. Look it up. He's going to... He's checking. He's checking. He's a fact checker. That's why, that's, that's why he's here. It's what he does, folks. <laughs> that's why he's here. That's what he... No fucking shit. Honda I've NSX. never seen a Honda one. Boom. He had two of them. Had... Marketed in North America as the Acura NSX. Boom. Suck my Honda neck. badge with Honda red badge. <laughs> yeah, you flip it upside down. It's a Honda badge. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'll show you. <laughs> Anyway, and you, keep going. Trust me, I knew plenty of douchebags in the 90s that did that. It was a thing. It was a thing. It's a Honda, bro. They would buy the... No, there was um, Zoom Motorsports in Roseburg. They would sell like these color... I might even still have the blue one that I had. But they would sell these colored badges, and you would buy the Acura one if you had a Honda, and you'd put it upside down. you got to put it upside down. Because if you don't, you're not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Acura. Acura. Honda. This It's the angle of the lines. You didn't even have to actually buy a new badge. You could just take your Honda one no, fishing not, line off and flip it over. Not the same. Close yeah. enough. You got to you gotta do... At least it's not like, you know, the Mercedes badge. Like, remember when the Mercedes hood ornaments were a thing? People yeah. yanking those off of people's cars? Make them 100%. Same with the Jaguar. Jaguars and, and Mercedes, everybody was ripping them off. Then they started making them like, so they go, Bleep! and flip through the, into the hood. Which is cool mm-hmm. as hell. That is super cool. It's like like mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw headlights that pop up, I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, whoa! My girlfriend owns a Miata. I was going to say my Miata. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like six, so... But then, I then, you, then I saw a bunch of cars that only had one up all the time. That's, yeah, that's that was crazy. I had the so it I had a Nissan 240SX for a while, still my dream car. Um, and I would as as the as the car crowd says, sleepy eye, where you can you can roll back the flip up of your headlights so they only come up halfway. Yeah, yeah the sleepy eye effect. Oh, that shit looked prime. So dope. So it's one dope. of those things that I've I've always carried that like my dad told me when I was young, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool, I'll go, I'll roll with that. He's like, it's cool to drive with your running lights on. The fog lights, yeah, the like bottom the, ones, the, the ambers, hundred yeah, percent, yeah, hundred percent. Drive around That's with your ambers cool. on. It's super. Hundred cool. percent, no doubt. Okay. Every car that I've ever had that had them on every time, every time. Do you want to hear my story about the hamster? Yes. So bad. No, you don't. Well, (laughs) so what was I doing? I was organizing River's room, cleaning a room or something like that, and I get a text from my sister. Can you go over and check on Grayson? And then, like, two seconds later, she calls me, and it's, hey, um, Grayson's worried about his hamster. He said it was on the couch, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Okay, he'll be fine. Oh, what the hell is that? Anyway, um, so <laughs> I go over there. It was actually a, a Facebook video for some reason popped up. Um, 
I walk over there, and he's on the floor. I'm like, what happened? And he was like, I had my hamster in the ball, and I put him on the couch, and I accidentally knocked him off, and now he doesn't seem like he's doing well. And I looked at him in the cage, and he's laying on his back, and his front feet are going like he's flipping, like he's doggy paddling, but he's just moving them around. His back legs aren't moving. And I'm like, poor guy. Oh, shit. And at this point, Heidi's on FaceTime with Grayson. And I'm like, yeah, he broke his back. Yeah. Mike Tyson, final. And uh, (laughs) I was like, well, um, yeah, you just killed your hamster. So that sucks. And he's like, I'm like, oh, geez. Well, the fortunate fortunate thing about hamsters is $14. (laughs) Right. So, so my sister said, well, can you take care of it or whatever? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, well, Grayson, say goodbye to your hamster. I'm going to go. I, I, at, the, at that time I was trying to figure out how I was going to put it down because it wasn't dead. I feel like and, uh, my hamster broccoli now. Wait, what? Dude, hamsters fucking love broccoli. Oh, huh. Well, I won't check it out. The more, you know, <laughs> anyway, so I go out, uh, I'm going to dig a hole and then I grab the pellet gun. I was like, I'll just put a pellet in its head and it'll die, whatever. So I dig a hole. I come back in the house and Grayson's holding this hamster up to his neck. He's like, I love you. Boo. I'm like, okay, uh, let me see your hamster. He hands it to me. And before he handed it to me, I look at him like, oh shit, that thing's dead already. So I didn't have to shoot it with a pellet gun at least. That's good. But on the other side of it, Grayson's sitting there holding the dead hamster and probably killed it when he picked it up. And Pretty, dumb and dumber style, pretty bird. Yeah, exactly. Bird. More, I was uh, I was gonna uh, go with more. Uh, tell me about the rabbits, George. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Anyway, buried the hamster, and then for the rest of the day, I missed my hamster. It, it, it was probably every minute he said it. Then maybe every two minutes. Then by three hours later, it was down to every five minutes. And then just in the middle of recording, I get a text from him. I miss my hamster. <laughs> just like, God damn it. Please stop. I, I remember, I remember yeah. one time I had, um, I had two parakeets. And I had a parakeets. <laughs> Beat me to it. And uh, one of them got out of the cage and it hit the wall, and it was in the part of the house that was still being uh, being built, and it hit the wall and fell straight down the HVAC vent. Oh. And I freaked out. <laughs> just absolutely like, oh my god, I killed my bird. I killed my birds. My birds are the two. My birds are the two. So my uncle like gets under the house and and figures out where the bird is, and like finds a way to kick it back out of the tube and so I, I like I, I ended up saving the bird but like it was it was heartburn Traumatic. for a while yeah and i rem, <laughs> i remember specifically like i was writing just over and over on this little piece of cardboard like bird 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 because i was so distraught that i had killed my bird by total accident so okay we're going to we're talking about loss of animals here okay i was a no, 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 no! I won't ever tell the chinchilla story. It's too sad. Super sad. But I have a I have a good hamster story. As a as a child, I was a fan of hamsters. I had several over over my long life on this planet. Did you ever feed a broccoli? Nope, didn't know. 
like I said, the more you know. Um, the first the first hamster I ever had um, was basically eaten by my dog, if that makes sense. But <laughs> but like not like swallowed. The dog didn't swallow the hamster. Well, that's what it was. Is we know, had a golden retriever. We had a golden <laughs> retriever. She was amazing. And the hamster got out of the cage, and she, like, I guess my dad saw the whole interaction, and before, as he's going to intervene, the dog playfully picks the hamster up in its mouth and, like, kind of basically it muscled death. it, yeah, muscled it around, but not in a way that it was aggressive, it was, like... It's like the way a, 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 a dog will pick up its puppy, but a puppy is a trillion times the size of a hamster. Like, right. that's, that's not fair. And so she, right, George, right, tell me about the rabbits, this little hamster. And my parents, this is, looking back on it, it's the most diabolical thing they could say. They said, I was so sad, crying, right? I'm in first or second grade. So this was still in Alaska, so I was definitely before the age of nine. Right. Six years old, crying. My hamster's dead. Meh. Whatever I named it. Sprinkles or some Dave. stupid, dumb name. Dave. <laughs> Dangerous Dave is now dead. <laughs> and I'm crying about it. And my mom puts her hand on my shoulder. I remember this so like so vividly. She puts her hand on my shoulder and she goes, Alex, who did you love more? Abby, the golden retriever. Did she say, did you love Abby or Dangerous Dave more? And I said, I just, it, while whimpering, like Abby, right? Abby's been around way longer. She, they had her before I was born. I've known her my whole life. So I say Abby and she goes, Abby was just trying to be friends with Dangerous Dave and it didn't work out. So I don't think you should be sad anymore. And I went, okay. And I wasn't like, I just kind of bottled up the feelings. And went on with my life and ended up having like three or four more hamsters over the course of my my childhood. But like it was like I'm sure in whatever that was, 1994, that made perfect sense parenting wise in her head. But I'm right. like, dude, that's like the most fucked up shit you could do to Which a kid. Like, did you love more? That's, she Sophie choiced me <laughs> and they were both my kids. Like, <laughs> what? Did you like your older kid or your younger kid more? Right. Uh... <laughs> kind of like a that shit ain't cool. Like I don't, I don't wish for either of your brothers to die, but you know what you got to do if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Did you love Chase Mom? more? Uh huh. <laughs> He's alive, isn't he? I'm gonna be oh, like, did wow. you, she'd be like, I love you the most. I'm like, then don't give a shit about either one of them. <laughs> why are there only two of you now? You know why. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Amazing. Amazing. So yeah, that's my hamster dying story. My mom probably secretly and subconsciously traumatized me, and it's it's basically been the principal foundation of every choice I've made since. Probably, you know. I think about that. I think about the time I was crying at Papa's Pizza every once in a while. So. <laughs> he's, 
He's getting Papa's Pizza and Papa Murphy's confused. He was crying because they don't bake it for you. He's yeah. like, we got to go home to cook it ourselves. I was like, love at 425 in like two hours. <laughs> I don't want to wait an hour to eat pizza. Meanwhile, his dad's like, it takes 12 minutes to bake. No, Shut up. It's going to take longer to drive home than to bake it. I'm going to die. <laughs> I, used, I used to not fuck with Papa Murphy's. I do now. They got these big old pizzas with gigantic pieces of pepperoni and sausage on them. Dude, I'm, I'm a Papa Murphy's fan. I had some tonight for mm, dinner. Papa Murphy's. Take and bake. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I like to not eat meat. Oh, right. Like, I've had, honestly, uh, so, so my parents are on that motorcycle trip thing they did last year. Yeah. And uh, I've been enjoying their house without them here. And uh, <laughs> I've had the best, like, diet. I've been eating just vegetables and, and that sort of shit. And I wake up with all this energy. My joints don't hurt. I don't have anybody that's annoying me here except for Grayson. And he's only here every, you know, little bit. And... Caterwauling about his <laughs> hamster. Yeah. Yeah. I miss my hamster. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, he had his last last day of swim lessons today. That was. <laughs> At least you remember to tell. Yeah, like, dude, this kid. <laughs> every day. Still no shoes. No shoes at all. Like, he's just walking around like Captain Caveman. I'm like, bro, where's... I asked him this morning. I'm like, okay, do you have a towel? Yes. Do you have a shirt? It's in Nana's car. I'm like, the shirt I put in there Monday for you to wear that you never put on? Yes. Okay, where are your shoes? I don't know. Can you help me look? No! Can <laughs> you look? Oh, but he just walks up to the swim class, leaves. Like, doesn't dry off. Doesn't have shoes to worry about. He did bring his phone. He did make friends with this kid. And uh, the kid was, they were playing around the outside of the pool before their class started. And uh, the kid goes, hey, big one, do you want to be my friend? Hey, big one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I was, I just laughed out loud because what are you going to do? You know, he wasn't wrong. Grayson was the big one of the other kids. Hey, uh, big one. <laughs> Like, uh, what's what's another way to say that, like, as an adult, to keep yourself from getting your ass kicked? It's like, hey, what's up, big homie? <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> hey, guy. Nice shorts, guy. Did they come in your size? Oh. <laughs> come in men's sizes. You come in men's. You come in men <laughs> enough for all of us. Uh, all right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it right out loud. Say it. For everybody. I'm confused by Loki, like the whole series. It was six episodes. And admittedly, it's because I probably didn't pay enough attention through the first like three, maybe three and a half episodes. So like the final two episodes made sense to me because I watched them with intent. And 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 just of uh, ignorance to the world around me that is unrivaled, right? But like those first, so you guys paid more attention and understand it better than me. Explain to me, Loki. 
So you gotta be more more specific yeah, than that. Like just the series, the series, six episodes. What the happened? Whole, the whole point was in Sylvie, the the lady Loki. Sylvie, she, who is Loki, but called Sylvie because they wanted to make her different. Why is she not a Loki? She decided that that she didn't want to be called Loki. She says that at one point. Yeah, I think it's like, in the. Uh, I, I want to be this. Call me. Yeah. This. Yeah. She's like, don't call me that. Just, and then Loki, Loki decides like the one, the one like organism that I won't troll is you. So fine, you're Sylvie now. Pretty, Pretty much. much, yeah. All right, fair enough. Keep going. Um. But basically, the whole show is Sylvie has fucked up the the sacred timeline, and she's so pissed off that they took her out of her original timeline that she's willing to hunt down whoever is in charge of the TVA and kill them, regardless of what the uh, circumstances are and what consequences come with that. Fair enough. So she finds the guy, mm-hmm. he who remains, King. and, spoiler alert, stabs him in the fucking chest. And he was like, look, you can either take over and do my job, and, you know, I could give two shits, or you could kill me, and then all of my variants are going to come and you're going to hate it. Basically what, like, yeah, basically what he was saying is that, like, no matter what you do, the cycle of time will start over. Yeah. yeah Snake like, eats itself. Yeah, like, yep. he, when he reaches a threshold, it, like, that's the point in time where time was resetting. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Which is why in the final episode, he, like, he talks about crossing the threshold into time where he couldn't predict it and didn't know what was going to happen anymore. Right. Yeah. And so, at that point... She and Loki offered it to both of them, could take his place, and he wouldn't fuck shit up, and everything would stay kind of copacetic. Or you could kill me, and by default, the rest of all the other me's are going to want my spot. Uh And if they want my spot, there's an infinite number of them, and because I've already won, I'm going to win again. Yeah. If there's an infinite of me, one of them is going to win because mm-hmm. we're better than you because we've already won. Okay, that that makes a little more sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> keep going. I like it. Yeah. And it's basically, like, Sylvie being pissed off has set off the next 10 years of MCU movies. So, or I guess MCU content. And And – in addition to that, like at the very end, you, you can see that essentially what he had predicted had come true, that he's now, but the a now more vicious version of him has taken over and is now the totalitarian dictator of yeah. the world that Loki has arrived in. Which yeah. is why, like, it used to be three statues of timekeepers, but it became one of just him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he's not, the, whatever this new version I assume we're supposed to kind of infer that he's not even willing to act like he's he's sharing power. Right. Like the version he's in that charge, Sylvie and that's what's up. Right. Sylvie killed the one that was like, I'm gonna put up this facade and make it copacetic if if you play by the rules. And now this new version is like, nah, fuck y'all. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, okay. 
I caught on to that. Malone was like, I don't, because Loki looks at the statue and is like, oh, shit. <laughs> and Malone was like, I don't get it. And I was like, well, it's it's one statue now that's very clearly he who remains or the conqueror. Or what were the, all the other names? Like, he rattles off, like, four names, four or five uh, names in a row. Yeah. The the uh, Master Disaster, the Count of Monte Fisto. Uh... <laughs> that... <laughs> oh, oh, that's not it. N- none of those, actually. No, no, no. I pooped too but, much. But, yeah, that was, that was it. And it was, it was like the last two I really thought for half a second. I caught it out of the corner of my eye when the... What did he call the 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 like the smoke monster, Eliath? Yeah. yeah. Um, for one second when I was first watching it, I thought it was Dormammu, and I thought it was looping back Same. into. I like, made that joke. Yeah. Oh. I was like, I was like, oh my god, if this is Dormammu, this is insane. And then they set up the whole background of like Eliath, and it all made sense. I was like, okay, this is still awesome. Like. A good story has been told, but for a second, that smoke and the mouth, I was like, oh, my God, is that Dormammu? No way. No way are we are we falling falling back on it. And I was like, this is going to loop right into freaking Doctor Strange and the, the multiverse of madness. Oh, this is amazing. And then it was different, but still cool. Well, they've got more content, like, coming out now. So the What If show starts... What is this like the fifteenth of May? Like August eighth, I think it starts. Yeah, it's like two, two or three weeks. And then the there's the um, Shang Chi movie. Yep. And Eternals and Spider Man and like there's like a buttload of shit coming out. Movies every three months, every two months, like. Yeah, and they're projecting out into the like the beginning of 2023 or something already. Like they've got it all lined up. I'm, and for Loki to get a season two. By the way, that was like the worst. Like I, I'm so mad at their post credit scene. That was that was pretty bad. That was a bad post credit scene for sure. Like don't don't like the fade out in a song. Like try. Please. Yeah, like there are so many. Right. There are so many other times where they've said, like, uh, Spider-Man will come return and all that other stuff. And it's just part of, like, the movie or the credits. Right. Post-credit scenes are either, like, some sort of jaw-dropping reveal or just funny. Like, the Avengers has them just all eating shawarma. Like, that's hilarious. Well played, Marvel. That's funny. That was a good one. So be but that's funny. that's not the first time they've done that, though, either. Because they right. did that with Spider-Man. Spider-Man will return and, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're going to tell us there's going to be a season two, just just fucking say it. Yeah. Don't post-credit scene it. And so, yeah, the post-credit scenes are supposed to be some big reveal. Like, it would have been crazy if, like, I don't know, the Hulk came in and broke something. And you're like, wait, the yeah. Hulk is here? No way. Like, they got Mark Ruffalo for this shit? This is insane. Um, But... Yeah, that was a pretty weak post-credit scene. series, that's going to be good. Wait, have they announced that? Shulk? Yeah, She-Hulk. The, uh, when's that come out? Next year? Oh, shoot. So, the last I heard about She-Hulk was that Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine was not cast as She-Hulk. Ooh. And I was, And she was hype on it. Too. Yeah, so, 
I guess she she wanted it real bad, and I was like, she'd be an awesome She-Hulk. She would be. And Tim Roth is going to be back as Abomination. Yes, more Tim Roth. Well, he'll be in the Shang-Chi movie, too. More Tim Roth. You hear me, Hollywood? More Tim Roth. <laughs> is is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings the same Ten Rings as Mandarin? The the real Ten Rings of the Mandarin, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know, they, like, not the, not the Iron Man 3 fake version that was... Super Retrospectively, awesome. that's a better movie than I gave it credit for when it first came out. I just watched it the other day, and I was like... That's a pretty good movie. I watched yeah. it on a, a steady on a handy cam, so I didn't actually see it. <laughs> you should watch it again. Yeah. You should. Yeah. It's if you pop on Disney Plus, you really like. I think it's the. I don't like it as much as the other two Iron Man movies myself. That's just me. I will say that it does have extremely like real redeeming quality. Like it's a good movie. They did a great job, but I know when it first came out, I watched it in theaters and walked out of there going like, this is a bullshit Iron Man movie. He's my favorite hero. This is a joke. <laughs> fucking stupid. What? And it was like, you knew that they were going for like a, like a universal continuity at that point, yeah. but it hadn't quite found its groove yet. And I feel like the movies after Iron Man three have like, made Iron Man 3 better because they incorporate those thing, the references of Tony Tony Stark's PTSD and why he wants to create Ultron and do all this other stuff made Iron Man 3 a better movie than when Iron Man 3 was released. I felt Iron Man 3 was kind of like a forced movie because it was like they had didn't it come out right after Avengers? It was like a it was yeah it was Thor, Dark World, Dark and, World and, and Iron it, Man Three. It was like Avengers, Dark World, Dark World, Iron Man Three. Right now, boom, boom, boom. I think right. they came out within okay. eight months of each other. I and think you're like, Thor: oh. The Dark World's the one I've movie I've seen the least. It's worth watching again too after watching like the full spectrum. Because I went right. back. I don't know if you guys remember, like back what was it December? I decided to watch all of them in order again, mm-hmm. like timeline order, mm-hmm. and they're definitely. Dark World's better than we remember it. Like, it's not that's, terrible, it's not great, but it's better than we remember. Yeah, that's... Dark World is... Dark World... What is it? Dark World, Captain Marvel, and there's a third... Mar- Black Panther are the three Marvel movies I haven't finished. I've never watched them start you to finish. You haven't seen Black Panther all the way through? That one's great. Uh, I, I it's not even out of like hate. I'm not even trying to talk shit on these three movies. I'm just saying like coincidentally through one reason or another, I've never I've never watched them start to finish. Wow. I just I've probably watched all of like for the longest time. I think it was friend of the show Adam was saying he'd never watched Pulp Fiction beginning to end, but he had seen every part of Pulp Fiction. Right. That's how I feel about Black Panther. I've seen all two hours of Black Panther, never sequentially from start to finish in one session. And I think that, right, we've all we, we've all heard the stories of me saying I've watched the first three episodes of a series like a hundred times and then I never finish the series because I'm tired of watching the first three episodes. Mm. I try to sit down and watch Black Panther and I'm like, I've fucking seen this part. This <laughs> isn't 
I don't care. And then I don't finish it because I've seen this part and I don't care. And it doesn't matter what part I'm seeing. I'm like, yep, I've seen the part where he fights the guy for the gorilla in the gorilla suit. Like when he loses his power at the beginning of the movie, I've seen the part where Michael B. Jordan robs the museum. I've seen the part at the end where he proclaims his power back and, and, and defeats the the kill. I've seen it all just Mm -hmm. never in a row. (laughs) You've seen the part where you realize that Michael B. Jordan actually was right. Yeah, I've seen the part where Michael B. Jordan, in all honesty, should have been fucking Black Panther from the beginning because he's just, at all due respect, R.I.P. Chad Boswick, a better actor than Chad Boswick, like in every way. Like I'm just, I'm just a real. It, it's Michael B. Jordan. The B stands for big fan, and that's me, Michael <laughs> Big Fan Jordan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I've been loving Michael B. Jordan since The Wire and Friday Night Lights season two. I'm just saying, I love Michael B. Jordan, and that guy should have been Black Panther. He's great as uh, Adonis Creed. Amazing, amazing. Uh, that was after I like. So it's only 50 days until Shang Chi comes out. So, like Marvel's, they're setting us up, and so that's how many weeks is that? Seven seven weeks. Four, it's seven, yeah, forty days. It's seven like weeks. seven weeks. So yeah. the what if show will be overlapping to oh. Shang Chi. What if seems so, like I love the animation style that they're bringing to the table for what if, and I also just love that it is animated. You should. I broke my. Right. Interest. If I'm interested, I don't do anything the way Jake doesn't do anything involving something he's interested in. I would suggest watch that two minute trailer. It doesn't spoil anything and it will get you excited for the show. Like you as a guy who has seen the two minute trailer and subscribes to the same media blackout that you do when it comes to cool shit. Watch the two minute trailer one time and never again. And then when the show starts, you'll be hyped for it. It's perfect. Like. Every little clip they show you is just intriguing enough that you're like, okay, no, I do want to see that. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to see that too. What if that did happen? And it'll work. I don't want to see anything else, but I watched the official, like, what is it? The official reveal trailer or whatever they call it. And I was like, this is enough. I'm excited. Right, the animation looks sweet. And being animated helps with like, the suspension of belief that you like, we already have it with superhero movies anyway. And then you're like, Oh, this is, this is a cartoon. So it can be even crazier than the superhero movies. It's awesome. We don't have time to talk about it this week, but Modoc, if you haven't watched it is. Oh yeah. You mentioned it a while back and I started watching it and I just, I didn't get into it. Same. I watched like two episodes, but it's to say it's kind of a weird animation style on Hulu, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. But you and know, you that Deadpool thing. Yes. That yes, that was funny. I'm ready. That was I'm ready super that. funny. I'm ready. I'm ready for both. I'm ready for for Free Guy and also Deadpool to enter the MCU Deadpool, like yeah. official officially. Well, I was I was talking to somebody about it the other day and I, the other day. And I was like, day. the problem with Deadpool is that he can he breaks the universe. He does whatever he wants. Like right. he Yeah, but if Loki just broke it already. No, what what I'm saying is like he breaks comic reality. Like oh, yeah. he like that's kind of his thing. And so if he had showed up 
for the fight with Thanos, he'd just be like, oh, hey, look, I have my own Infinity Gauntlet. You want to get punched in the face with it? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's over. It's true. He'd be like, this is my Infinity Gauntlet. It's actually a cod piece. It's on my dick, and I'm going to put it in your mouth now. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> it's a rated R movie. Like, he legitimately could put on an Infinity Cod piece and cram it down Thanos' throat. I'm just imagining... Of the stones are just down the Infinity These people, they could have been anywhere in the world. Could have been anywhere in the world. They're here with us. We appreciate that. Check out our nonsense. It's all over the place. It's on the internet. You know where it is. Might be on YouTube even. It might be on YouTube coming up soon. Robin's doing some stuff. He's doing some things. Making it work. But for this episode, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake. Good night, universe. That's a podcast. Good ducks. Good ducks. The ghost of ducks. The ghost of ducks. What the faggots? <laughs> what? Sheesh. 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 <laughs>